East Coast Creepin' contains graphic and explicit content, which may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Hey guys, welcome to our podcast, East Coast Creepin'. I'm Linda. I'm Lorraine. And I'm Leslie. We're three sisters from the Baltimore, Maryland area. There is a fourth sister, and she will be making guest appearances throughout the series. We're obsessed with true crime, paranormal, and laughing. Join us for our weekly outburst as we dive into crazy stories that full-fledged rep the East Coast. Just so you know, we do not have a background in criminal justice, criminal investigation, medicine, or psychology. This is all just for informative purposes. Hey, 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 hey. Hey-o. Oh, I was going to say day-o. Me say day-o. Daylight come and me want to take a nap. I mean, day. yes. Me say day. Me say day. <laughs> okay, no, we're done. <laughs> okay. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It was like the perfect pitch. Okay. (laughs) Fucking TikTok. (laughs) I can't. Hi, everybody. Hello. Welcome to episode 43, where Linda and Lorraine tell the stories and I react. Here we go. It's me today. Hey. Macarena. What is wrong? (laughs) Okay. So we need someone to guess where we're going. Oh, look, a volunteer. And it's not <laughs> a me guest today. from the audience. <laughs> Virginia. You gotta use the. I have to shoot it. Shoot it. That's yeah. the whole point. Leslie Spawn is here, and she is excited to use said Nerf gun. We're all gonna die. No, not at the people. <laughs> I will take it away from you. You better you know be that. careful with my cup, my wine glass. Oh my gosh. Which one did it hit? Florida? It didn't even hit the map. It hit it hit the word Jacksonville. <laughs> I don't think I've ever done that. <laughs> it hit the map and then hit Linda. Chicken nugget at me. <laughs> I hit Virginia. No, you hit Pennsylvania. <laughs> you gotta that? scream Virginia. She hit oh. New York. New York's a big state. How could you? There Finally. you go. You're wrong. <laughs> North or south? South. South That's of Virginia. South Just an FYI. South oh, I hit it. I missed it. So you close, but the name of the state is not on that map. Oh, what? Because this is a listener story. Oh, son of a beesh. But... You the know, edge Kentucky? of this state is on Tennessee? that map. Girl! Tennessee! Tennessee whiskey. I yes. like that song. Right here. Look at that. Look at that. Like, it looks like bourbon. Yeah, it does. But it's tea. tea. <laughs> oh my God. You hit the mic, woman. So, we are going to Adams, Tennessee. Is this paranormal? Yes. Today. Are we. Okay, go ahead. What? Are we what? No, no, no. Adams County. Adams, Tennessee. Adams, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. We are going to be talking about Mm -hmm. the Bell Witch. This is a good one, you guys. B E L L or B E L L E? B E L L. W I T C H. 
Um, okay, I was very confused with that. So, I mean, technically, we start out on the East Coast, sort of, kind of, because the family... Okay, so it centers around a family. All the shenanigans that happens centers around... The Bell family? (laughs) Wait, yes. The Bell family. My beach chief. I read Williams, but that's the maiden name for the wife. (laughs) I'm sorry. So, around the Bell family. And... John Bell is the patriarch of the family. He was born in 1750 to William and Anne Jones Bell. They died a few years later. This ain't about them. Whatever. He spent his childhood in Edgecombe and Halifax County in North Carolina. He was an apprentice to a barrel maker during his formative years, and he pursued a career in farming. Okay. He was a member of the Union Baptist Church. It was also known as the Town Creek Baptist Church, which is where he met his wife, Lucy Williams. She was a daughter of a wealthy planter. It says planter, but I'm going to go with plantation owners, John and Mourning Williams, but you spell her name M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. Like I'm mourning a loss. That was her first name. That's a weird-ass first name. (laughs) So John and Lucy married in 1782. They acquired a 323-acre farm. Oh, wow. It was a big-ass farm. So they worked hard, quote-unquote, but it was technically their slaves were working hard. And what kind of farm did they have? We're about to get there. The farm had rows of cotton, corn, tobacco is stretched as far as the eye could see apparently of course it's 330 323 yeah acres they had (laughs) mules cows and hogs no horses mules that's not a horse i know but that's what they got okay and despite all of this wonderfulness and having a slave it says they had a slave (laughs) i don't know about that Bell couldn't manage the farm and, like, his day-to-day task. So he would end up retiring around... Not retiring, but, like, he would be there, like, literally all day. He would start before the sun came out, and he would come home for dinner at, like, 11 p.m. Holy shit. So this is, like... This is John? Yeah. Because he doesn't really... It's... In the beginning, it's just him and one slave. Right. It's 323-acre farm yeah. with all that shenanigans going on. Like, they both working hard. I would have retired after two years. Holy crap. After all of this, they spend the next eight years at that farm, and it was one of the most successful farms. But they have their firstborn child, Jesse, and the, when they begin their family. But it doesn't tell me when he was born, so I don't know. It's weird. In the years that followed, they had... Three sons, three more sons. John Jr., Drury, D R E W R Y, and Benjamin. And everything was going great from the years from 1782 when they got the farm to 1801. Things were going pretty great until the crop season for 1801. They had a really shitty season. And then 1804, it was even worse. So they had to get rid of their farm because it was going bad. It went down real fast. 
So in the winter of 1805, they decided to make the journey across the treacherous mountains of North Carolina to Tennessee. Appalachian. Appalachian. Who yelled at me about that? Oh, it was at work. (laughs) (laughs) So they went to the barren plains because that sounds better than their desolate fucking farm in North Carolina. They're barren. So this is present-day Robertson County, Tennessee, and John became a farmer in the northern part of the county. They were members of the Red River Baptist Church, and John became a deacon there. They had several more children, and they grew to be very prosperous. They had another really big-ass farm. This one was only 320 acres. Oh, (laughs) so much smaller. (laughs) Yeah. And they lived a pretty peaceful life at this farm for the first 13 years that they lived here. But then it all kind of went to shit. So in the summer of 1817, John was out doing his thing. He's like, I think they said he was hunting, but he's just like moseying around his acreage. And then he's coming back and he hears something weird. And then he looks over and he notices that there is a creature staring at him at first he thought it was a dog then he thought it was a rabbit and then he realized "Mm -mm, it ain't either one of those things that's not what this is looking at me it had like the body of a dog but sort of like ears of a rabbit but its eyes were glowing green while looking at him weird and Hmm. he had his shotgun on him so he went to go shoot it some accounts say he shot it but like he shot at it but didn't hit it and other accounts say that the shit poofed before he even was able to get a shot off so either way shit just vanished and so he goes around and starts looking through all the corn stalks for this animal can't find it anywhere doesn't know where it is and he's like hmm i don't like this that happens you said ears of a rabbit body body of of a a dog. dog Okay. And green glowing eyes. I feel like I know where this is going, but I literally can't think of it for the life of me. You sure? Yeah. It's okay. Continue. Okay. And his son Drew Bell was like in the house just doing whatever. And then he's walking outside. It says he was approached by an unknown bird. (laughs) It perched on the fence and it flew off. And that was it. But he said the bird was of an extraordinary size. Me, I'm thinking the shit is a vulture. You ever seen a vulture? They're big as shit. Yeah. Yeah. Big. Albatross. Yeah. Albuquerque. Albatross. Those are huge. They are huge. Fair, fair from here to there. (laughs) Yes. You saw them on that map. They're big. (laughs) So they have their daughter, Betsy. Betsy is kind of important, so just remember her, and we're going to kind of feel bad for Betsy. We'll see how this goes. I feel like I'm not going to Kind of feel bad? Actually, I don't believe you anymore. We're getting there. So... I want yogurt toast. What? What? We'll get to that later as well. Okay. So their daughter, Betsy, observed a girl in a green dress. She was swinging from the limb of an oak tree in their yard. Just like, from the way that there was several, like... The only description I got of it was that the girl was playing in the tree. Like, she had her legs on the branch and was, like, swinging. 
like you know what I'm talking about, like, like hanging down. off yeah. upside down like off a monkey of a bar. bar. Kind of thing. Yeah. So that's what the girl was doing. That was it. And then she like was like, "Oh, this looks cool!" Like Betsy. And then the girl just poof, she disappeared. Like she oh. wanted to go play with her. Right, Betsy. Yeah. I feel like I should write this down. Betsy. <laughs> <laughs> so Dean is a person who was enslaved by the Bell family, and his wife lived on another plantation. Mm-hmm. So there were nights where he would go, like, walk across the plantation into the next one to go visit his wife at night and, like, have dinner with her. And he said that a bunch of times when he would be walking around, it was he was followed by a dog. It was a big black dog with green glowing eyes. But... The same one yeah, that yeah, uh, I was gonna say. John saw. But, like, he said it had rabbit ears, and Dean never said anything about rabbit ears. Maybe it was just dark outside. He didn't see the rabbit ears. Yeah. Or mm, the it dog was the middle of the night. I never thought of that. Hairpins. <laughs> Hairpins. <laughs> Hairpins? Yeah, the dog pinned his ears back. Shut up! <laughs> I thought it was, like, something, like, I don't know. Stop it. <laughs> I hate you guys. (laughs) We're trying to make sense of this. (laughs) Those are just like some weird things that are happening around this time. But then as like they're, they all have these encounters, but they never really tell each other about each other's encounters until shit starts going down a little bit more. So at this point, the family starts hearing, it says that there was gnawing sounds, like something was gnawing on the bedpost, almost like rats. And then they would hear, like, dog fights outside or in the house. But there's no dogs. So they called them invisible dog fights. I don't, I don't know. That's the one with the ears and the one without the ears. (laughs) (laughs) And one of the most, disturbing things that happened is they would hear chains being dragged across the floor. Like, it sounded like someone was walking. Ghost of Christmas Pass. Maybe. (laughs) Wait, pulled across the floor in their house? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like someone was walking with chains all... Oh, what? (laughs) Yeah, that... So, I don't know. I don't know what chains sound like. I don't have a bracelet on. But, but at this same time that all the shenanigans really is happening, <laughs> John Bell starts experiencing paralysis of his mouth. Ooh. Ew. Mm-hmm. And is that his whole mouth? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> and like a lot of the times, like it, it would just be like almost like a lockjaw. Right. Or it. like his tongue would just become like numb and paralyzed. So there were some times where he couldn't open and close his mouth and there was Ugh. other times where like he was eating and then food would just kind of fall out because he could move his tongue to push the food back. So it was just like, like he's chewing. Could you imagine? But he's just like, oh, I'm just glad his tongue didn't like block his airway and couldn't like couldn't move it. Yeah, you just like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, that was inappropriate looking. Anyway, <laughs> so things, so like at this point, they just kind of, they're like, maybe John is getting sick. We don't know. And no one, no one is talking about these little encounters. Like he kind of talked about the the dog to everyone and everyone was like, what are you talking about? A dog with long ears? Like what? It started getting more intense 
because as the children are sleeping and they're hearing this gnawing noise, the blankets just start getting ripped off of the kids' beds. So they're like asleep and then they wake up because of the gnawing noise and then blankets are just flying off their beds while they're in their bed. Hmm. From like, yeah. Leslie's making ugly faces. Yeah, because I don't like this already. And right as all of that was happening, they said it was probably within the same week. Soon, the children, this was happening to the children, were getting their hair pulled. They were having scratch marks on them. But there was particular emphasis and, like, focus on Betsy. She was slapped by the ghost. She was pinched. And she also had sensations on her body where it felt like she was being stabbed with pins or needles. Holy cow. Hmm. So, like, they're just chilling, living their life, and they're on their Are new they, farm. Though, because I feel like Betsy deserved it. She probably But Betsy did. hasn't really done <laughs> anything shit. that you know of. What What has she done? She's, like, nine. She didn't go play with the little girls. Well, she tried. She, she tried, but I time. feel like that would be, like, nice. Maybe the to go girl on the swing didn't, on the branch didn't want to be bothered. Mm-hmm. Well, then, keep yourself invisible. Okay. You swing on that branch all day. No one Why sees you. Why are you trying you? to blame it on the ghost? It was Betsy's fault. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, all this shit is like going down. People being picked at and smacked around. That's a bully right there. I know. It's really rude. <laughs> like, could you imagine being slapped by a ghost? Or scratched? Or like poked with needles? This ain't no ghost. This is demon. A poltergeist. I was going to say it. (laughs) (laughs) But you didn't. (laughs) All this shenanigans is going down and they're just like, okay, uh, we can't really deal with this anymore. And like John is the deacon at their church and he doesn't want to say anything because he's like, okay. Oh, that's right. He's a deacon at a church. And he's just like, I don't want to say anything because then they're going to think I'm weird. Like, you know. A witch! Yeah, basically. And he was just like, we don't really talk about these things at church, but I feel like they would think I was making something up. Mm-hmm. And then spiritualism was kind of starting to take, like, head in the states, like, where everyone was like, do the Ouija boards or have a seance and right. stuff like that. And there was, I swear, and I'm like, maybe this wasn't the right story, but, like, because in my research, I couldn't find it. Oh, no. Was it a different house? It was. Never mind. Keeping that to myself. It was a different family. <laughs> never mind. Mm. Oh, my God. Well, no, because... Never mind. <laughs> <Don't say. laughs> Apparently, you're going to cover it later. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> mm. But so, one of the other things was, is they just figured it was, like, the kids playing pranks on each other anyway. Like, the knocking on the walls and, like, the scratching and stuff like that. Right. But then it was just like, okay, uh, what about this whole ripping of the blankets like who's doing that me and then there were several times where they would run outside to go see if there was someone outside someone outside the house like making noise and stuff like that but every time they did it they could never catch the culprit so they just he was just too fast for him the uh, he was probably on the roof on the for real 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 walkie talkie man Walking in, talking in, moving in, grooving. <laughs> Along with, so Elizabeth is Betsy. Betsy is Elizabeth. Okay, that's their daughter. Betsy. Betsy. Yeah. Her name is, is Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Betsy. Yeah. 
They call her Betsy, Oof. but her name is Elizabeth. Oh, so if okay. I switch back and forth between Betsy and Elizabeth. Interesting. Like, it's just because I. I told you she was asking for it. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow, Linda. Terrible. That is not something you say. No, no, no. <laughs> What's the wife's name again? Lucy. Lucy. Okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't messing something up. Okay. So one night they're going to bed and they just hear screams, like loud ear piercing screams. So John and Lucy run upstairs and they go to um, Betsy's bedside and they find her crying. Her hair is literally in knots. Oops. Like someone messed with her hair and like, I don't know. Tied it up. Yeah. And her face was covered in welts. Oh, God. So they're asking her what happened, what's going on. Like her dad's like, I've never seen this happen before. And like, you look so scared. Like what is going on? They're trying to get her to talk, but she's like, nothing she's saying like is understandable because she's just like freaking freaking out out and like (laughs) gasping for air. They were like just telling her like, we don't know what to do because what the fuck do we do? Yeah. Yeah. They decide that they're going to turn to a neighbor for help. Interesting. His, his name is James Johnson, and he is a Methodist minister. Hmm. hmm So they invited Mr. Johnson and his wife over for the night, and they actually stayed for a little bit because he was like, okay, I want you guys to come over and see if the shenanigans happens while you're here because... I mean, we're all it's we're all experiencing it, but like we don't know if this is like maybe we're just being weird, right? All so, of us being weird at the same time. They have dinner and they're going to bed for the night. And Mr. Johnson was awakened that night. It doesn't really say like his wife woke up or anything, but in the morning he's talking to John, and he tells John that it was a spirit, just like in the Bible. I don't know. I don't know what that means. Hmm. So, like, as they're talking about this and he's over their house and stuff, someone let loose, loose lips. They, like, people from town started finding out about this. And, like, Uh. everyone's like, what's going down? What's happening? Now, at this point, the Johnsons are still here. Like, this is literally all happening within, like, a week. Because the Johnsons only stay there for, like, a week or two. The apparition or the spirit starts talking to them out loud, clear as day. To the Johnsons? To all of them. They asked, who are you and what do you want? And the sp- they said it was like in a softish kind of mm, timid voice. I am a spirit. I was once very happy, but now I have been disturbed. Why? Just because they moved in the house? So this is what this spirit explained to them. The spirit said it appeared because it was it said that, okay, well, the first the first option it gave basically was they disturbed a Native American burial mound, which is located on the property. And they were just like, what? So that was one reason because she's giving them reasons. Mm -hmm. And they sent Drew Bell and Bennett Porter to go look and see if there was like a Native American burial ground on the property mm-hmm. so they can like try and do something to like appease it. Right. There wasn't one. They couldn't find one. 
Was this from their old house? No. This is the, she said it was there. There, oh, there, there. Okay, okay. That was one of the things. And then the next thing that she told them was that she was a witch. <laughs> so she was like, I'm a witch. Y'all pissed me off. So this is what's going down. And everyone's just like, what are you talking about? And so she told them that it wasn't necessarily the whole family that pissed them off, pissed the witch off. It was, it was the little girl. John Bell. Oh, oh, damn it. John Bell did it. And so there was one woman in town that everyone was like, oh, it was her. She she's the witch. Oh, God. Yeah, girl. So anyway, we're not getting to who it could have potentially be, but whatever. So they go Sunday to go to church. They come back and they're talking to the witch, the apparition, her spirit, whatever. And she word for word tells them the sermon that happened in their town. What the fuck? Okay. But then after that, they were like, okay, well, we don't believe you because you could literally just be someone in our town who went to the sermon. And then now you're just like speaking in the air around us or something like that. But then she had a megaphone. Yeah. But then (laughs) she tells them a word for word sermon uh, that happened 13 miles away at exactly the same time as the sermon she had recited earlier. And yeah. How do they know that? Because that pastor came over. Oh, shit. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Look, I don't know. So one of the things was that she was, ex- the entity was very well acquainted with biblical text. And she appeared to enjoy religious arguments with the deacons and the pastors that came over. This is, this is kind of the witch that I feel Linda would be. <laughs> so she would come to them and she would gossip with them about things that are happening around the town. <laughs> she would just tell them about like shit that's happening in other people's houses but like she wouldn't mess with those people she would just like hang out in their house and be like so this one day i saw this happen over here but they were like fighting about something and she would just be gossiping about other people's households to the deacons yes oh my god i feel like that's fair and then it (laughs) they said that it kind of appeared like when they would ask her things about those households, she would just kind of stop talking. And then it was like she came back and then was like, okay, okay, I'm going to clear this up for you. Like she stopped talking to go back to that house to go double check and then come back and be like, okay, yeah, that's really what happened. Like I just watched some shit is still going down over there. Like (laughs) I'm just saying that it is all very (laughs) valid. I'm telling you, when you have those kind of powers, what else? I mean, like, hello, let's just pop in, pop out really quick. And you're like, I don't know, man. That that shit going on over there? I don't know. So John Johnston is the son of James Johnston. Capiching? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. He was there in the house while all this is going down because they're just like, we're not letting everyone know. We need to figure this out. We don't need this getting out, even though there's, like, suspicions around town. It's probably the damn witch going to someone else's house, whispering in their <laughs> ear while they're asleep. I mean, mm-hmm. spreading her own rumors. Yeah. So he's like, okay, I'm going to ask her something. And no one else is going to know this answer except for, like, maybe my mom and dad. This is a really fucking weird thing. Anyway, so he asked the entity what his 
Dutch step-grandmother in North Carolina would say to the slaves if they did something wrong. I'm telling you, this is fucking weird. I don't know. And all this slave mentioning is kind of like making my eyes switch on the... Oh, my God. But anyway, so the entity replied in his grandmother's accent... I ain't doing it because I don't know how to do a North Carolinian Carolinian accent. Dutch? A Dutch North Carolinian accent because she's Dutch and she's also from North Carolina. How are you going to handle that? Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> the entity responded, hut tut, what has happened now? Huh. And she, she was right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she said it in like two seconds. Yeah. And like she said it in like the same I don't voice um, accent. Mm-hmm. So then there was this English man. I didn't get his uh name, but he stopped by and was visiting and he was like, I got this. We're gonna investigate this. It's gonna be good, you guys, and we're gonna figure it out. As he was talking to the family members and he's just hanging out, like they're having dinner, all of a sudden this witch spirit voice starts mimicking him while they're eating and she's like mimicking his accent and basically making fun of him at literally dinner. i'm just gonna put this out there i don't want this attaching i i'm like i don't want this to be real but i love her <laughs> <laughs> like the vibe she's giving off are amazing get out of this room right now <laughs> So, like, he's talking about his family and stuff that are like they're overseas. He's talking about his family. Like, that's what I'm imagining. That's that's what she's doing. She's just like in the background mimicking him while he's talking. Oh my God. So, early the next morning, the witch woke up that Englishman with voices of his parents worried as they heard his voice as well. So, like, she woke him up with the worried, like, I don't, I guess she just, like, was talking in his room, but made herself sound like his parents. Mm -hmm. Like, they were worried about something, like something happened. Mm -hmm. But then, apparently, when he got home all the way to England, his parents woke up the same day hearing his worried voice enveloping around them. So, she's transcontinental. I don't know. She's going everywhere. Crazy. This is apparently, I don't know. I'm terrified. (laughs) <laughs> first she was all like this is my girl and then now she's terrified <laughs> well because she's funny but again <laughs> i don't want that he left that morning like he woke up and was like fuck this something's wrong with my family i gotta go cheerio right yeah <laughs> <laughs> then, <laughs> so after this he didn't really tell the Bells, like, what exactly had happened, like, in the room. He was just like, I think there's something wrong with my family. I got to go home. Whatever. Boat. So, once he got home, he sent a letter back to John Bell saying, I'm really sorry about the way that I left. Mm-hmm. But this is what happened. And the witch at your house visited my parents. I'm sorry for being skeptical about everything that's happening at your house. Because... Shit is going down. So this is where we're going to get one of the presidents of the United States of America is involved in this. What? Yeah. Wait, you're Get the this? fuck out of here. No, I'm not, I'm not getting the fuck out of here. It's my story. It's like the early 1800s. <laughs> Andrew Jackson. Okay. He's got a part in this story. So at this time, Andrew Jackson's moving around 
doing what he does. POTUS. He, not POTUS yet. Oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> Future POTUS. Yeah. So he, <laughs> he's out and he's the general. <laughs> okay. And he's out with his little platoon people squad, his men. And they had heard about this and they're like, you know, we're going to go check this out. Like, we ain't afraid of no ghosts. Seriously, <laughs> I feel like this is what is really conversationally happening. So they're like, the bells are like, oh, we don't know. Because like he sent a letter and they're like, we've had so many visitors. And like John's been like oddly sick because he's still getting that whole mouth paralysis thing. And then he's like randomly getting sick. And they're oh, like, because he's the one that pissed her off. Yeah. Okay. Supposedly yeah. pissed her off. I he mean, she's done anything. She's still fucking with Betty too, Betsy. Yeah, I'm so, telling you. Mm? Never mind. They're like, <laughs> we don't. We are like, we don't know if we want you here because we like, we want you here because you're a man of great importance. But we don't have like food and shit to supply you and your men. So he actually was bringing a wagon of supplies with all of his men. So he's like, don't worry about it. We got this. We just hmm. want to come check this out. Cool. So as they're getting closer to the house, the wagon gets stuck. <laughs> like it won't move. And they're checking the wagon. There's nothing wrong with the wagon. It just won't move. Like it's not stuck in a ditch. There's nothing wrong with the wheels. Like everything, there's not, it just won't move. It's just stuck. I don't know. <laughs> they're all trying like to get it free, pushing it doing whatever and they're just like we can't do anything like it's not working so this is apparently a quote that jackson exclaimed by the eternal boys it is a witch and a metallic voice was heard in the vegetation around them saying all right general let the wagon go on i'll see you again tonight oh damn well shit and then the horses in the wagon started moving again what episode is this (laughs) 43. Okay. She's taking notes. I'm not. Are you trying to meet me? Nope. No. She's drawing little mushroom people. <laughs> Andrew Jackson's wagon. <laughs> <laughs> it all started off with 323 acres. It did. <laughs> and then she has North Betsy Elizabeth Betsy Booth. <laughs> that ain't her name. And ghost dog. <laughs> but we got the NABG. Native American burial ground. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you like this? <laughs> the only way it can keep because it's very one. historical. So she needs to keep up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. What episode is this? Forty-three. Okay. Wait. Let me grab some water because I be talking a lot. Where's my juice? <laughs> I'm telling you. And then look, I wrote Cheerio, POTUS, <laughs> but not yet. <laughs> That's what I have, POTUS. Future. (laughs) I'm not going to know who John Bell is later. No, you won't. So, the horses in the wagon start moving, and instead of camping out, they actually decided to stay at the Bell house for that evening. So, some accounts say that when that whole witch wagon thing happened, they were like, fuck this, and just ran like, they just turned tail and left. Fair enough. But I found this, so I'm going to say this, but I don't know which one really happened. Mm-hmm. Most people go for the, he ran away because he sounds like a bitch at that point. So Right. So they decide to go into the bell house for the evening. Among his 
party of people, there's one guy, and he is known as the Witch Slayer. And he has boasted and talked to all of them about his supernatural, Mm -hmm. they call them exploits. I'm going to say adventures. Who knows? So he was like talking about, sorry, I was like, what? No, I'm just, she's a witch, mm-hmm. but a poltergeist. That's possible? So I feel like one of, okay, the, I don't know, because I'm not a witch, so I don't know. Okay. But I feel like she could probably manipulate things from far away okay. and just like voice throwing kind of thing. Okay. Or, like, make things happen. You know, like, Mickey Mouse when the brooms and they all just start walking everywhere and he's just doo 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 doo. Yeah. Yeah. He's something like that. A wizard. Yeah. But she's a witch. And he was an apprentice. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) But I guess it's like something like that. Because she just keeps saying that she's a witch unless she's a dead witch and now she's extra powerful because she's dead. I don't know. You know, like a curse? I'm confused by it. Oh, okay. A curse. This place is cursed. So, and Virgin lit the candle. Yes. No. (laughs) Wasn't anybody here. (laughs) Okay. So, (laughs) Leslie. So, Andrew Jackson is kind of getting sick of this witch slayers just talking. He has an aside with one of the other guys, and he was like, I really wish this witch would show up so this man would just shut up and be, like, scared shitless and run away. I mean, that's the longer version of what he said. He said, by the Eternals, I do wish this thing would come. I want to see him run. (laughs) (laughs) So That sounds a lot better. (laughs) (laughs) So the entity arrived taunted the guy she was like shoot me i dare you to shoot me like she's taunting him to shoot her and he's like okay i'm going to i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it but he tries to shoot her and his gun doesn't work (laughs) shit (laughs) so the witch tells him i'll teach you a lesson and it appeared to be beating the man and lead him to the door by his nose what? So she grabbed him, like, his nose and, like, pulled him outside the house. Like, yes. she, yeah. Oh, yes. my God. And Jackson, I don't know what is up with him in this phrase, but this is apparently what he uh, yelled. By Eternals, boys, I've never seen so much. I never saw so much fun in my life. <laughs> this beats fighting the British. <laughs> and I love it. Was it what he what's it say? The first part of it? Uh, by the Eternals. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, the I'm witch, <laughs> the witch told Jackson that she would uncover another rascal the next night. The next morning, they left because they were a little freaked out about who she was going to drag out the house the next day. <laughs> so they were just like, "Okay, bye, you guys. Here's our wagon. We're leaving." So at least they left food. Yeah. <laughs> So as all this is happening, they decide, okay, this is Mr. Johnson and Mr. Bell. And they're like, we need to tell more people about this so we can figure out what's going on and how to go about this because you and I, we don't know what the heck we're doing and we don't know what to do. They formed a committee 
And them then, committees be getting stuff done. The Bell Witch Committee. BWC. I'll write that down. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> then this is when more people started coming. And she said her name was Kate. Everyone was like, cool. We're going to call you Kate the Bell Witch. These are her other reasons for why she was here. Because as they're doing this committee, they're like, okay, well, we need to get some reasons from her again. We got to try and talk to her. So her number one reason for being there this time was to kill John Bell. Ooh. What? Ooh. Yes. What did he do? Everything. We don't know, but I'm going to kind of give you a maybe as to like, what is happening so in all of this too so lucy the wife so betsy is basically being tortured by this witch like she's just antagonizing her the entire time and if not she's messing with mr bell but lucy she took like she was very fond of lucy like at one point lucy got sick and she nursed nursed her her back she would sing songs to her and she would like feed her soup Lucy's the wife? Lucy's yes. the wife. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe she was a lesbian. I don't no, know. I think he had an affair. Oh. Uh, oh. And honestly, when you said that he was messing with the daughter, I feel like possibly it was messing with the daughter. I know that she's a little one, but let's not put it past him. Yeah. yeah, but why would the witch be going after the daughter? Guilty by association? I don't know. Or, no, that wouldn't make sense. I don't know. Because I was going to say, what if the daughter was a product of somebody else and he brought her in the house? But that wouldn't make sense. Hmm. Maybe. Like, he got somebody else pregnant. He was like, this is my baby. We're going to take it in. And then she's like, bet. And then she's like, you're such a great woman. How dare he to you? Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Never said anything about That's that. That's why she likes to gossip. Ah. But, but Lucy she was born before there. I know. That's why I'm mean, saying and it didn't make sense. Betsy. But she could know. I know she went. She went to England. (laughs) Exactly. What the fuck is the next state over? I'm just throwing out my theories. (laughs) So it says that in order to lift her spirits and strength, Kate sang and fed hazelnuts out of thin air to Lucy, and then John. Other than his um, mouth paralysis thing, he did come down with another ailment where he started just getting physically sick. And they didn't really know what was going on with him. Elizabeth started experiencing experiencing seizures, seizure-like episodes and fainting, hmm. which they figured was from being tortured by Kate. I'm hmm. telling you, something went down. I, I'm like, he had, I'm, he had an affair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there was something that they said one of the sons did. I think it was John's son. And he like wanted to test her because he was like, I think she's a real person. I'm going to snatch her. Right. And he wasn't married or anything. So this isn't as like adultery. Okay. So he goes into the bedroom and it's late at night. And he tells Miss Kate, the bell witch, oh, you should come lay in bed with me. Mm. Yes. I don't know. Scary movie up in here. (laughs) So he's like, you should lay in bed with me. And she's like, no, 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 no. But so his whole plan was he's going to snatch her up in the blanket and like wrestle her into the blanket and poof, he was going to capture her. I don't know. 
Just go with it. It's the oh, 1800s, okay? God. We're just gonna go with it. So it's not like they could shoot her. They already tried. Yeah, and their gun didn't work. That's what he did. Gotta try a f- different kind of gun. He felt her lay next to him. <laughs> he felt oh, her lay next God. to him. And he tried the whole blanket thing, but the, the blankets flew off the bed and it didn't work. Oh my God. Yeah. So he tried, but it didn't work. oh my god over time john bell his health got really bad and he became bedridden when the family was taking care of him and doing everything like his medicine with the doctor and making sure he got better they realized that his medicine bottles were actually replaced with poison bottles oh shit uh-huh and kate confessed to doing that she said she did it because she wanted him to die and she told them that like hey this is why i was here i told you i wanted to <laughs> kill, kill him, him. <laughs> so on december 19th 1820 his sons had discovered him lying in a coma and that was when they found that he was being poisoned. Oh, my God. And they wanted to make sure, because they were like, they found dark vials of liquid, and they didn't know what it was. And sh- she's all like, hey, I gave them to your dad. Like, this is the potion I gave to him while he was asleep. This is literally what she announced while they're filing it in the cabinet. Oh, my God. And he never regains consciousness. Consciousness. He died the next day oh my god yeah so the family wanted to make sure that like this liquid was actually what killed him and she just wasn't being like an asshole and like he died from like Mm -hmm. natural causes so they found a cat it was the family cat oh my god they gave the cat this liquid it started having seizures like convulsing it was gasping and then it died it was That's like, a great way of testing this. Yeah. No, and I'm just like, if your dad already died and she said she did it, this bitch has not Why really lied about anything. Why would you find some random animal out in the woods besides the family cat? Like that dog rabbit. Just saying, the one with the ears or the one without the ears. <laughs> Both of them. But she killed him. That was her number one plan. But she was not done with this family. Mm-mm. Because nope, Betsy. Nope. Yeah. John died, but Betsy fell in love. Whoa, hold the fuck up. This all happened within three years? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. They lived here for 13 years, and then shit went down real quick. Okay. I know it sounds like a lot, because it is, but the Mr. Johnson was only here for like two weeks. Yeah. The Johnsons? It, just, it feels like they've been there for forever. Yeah, because a lot of shit is happening. Girl can gossip. Oh, my God. She went across those seas. I know she did. It would take a person three weeks to travel across the sea. Yeah. But a lot of stuff. Why? What? Why did it take them that long? Because it's a lot of miles. (laughs) (laughs) There's no aeroplanes. Oh, I didn't know that's where we were going with this. So... Bessie fell in love. Boats. I knew that. Yeah, Titanic. Not yet, but that was she wasn't for a while. <laughs> well, that yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Betsy fell in love with a boy named Joshua Gardiner. What year? 
we're still on the same year, really. Mm, I guess this now is eighteen twenty. It's got to be her dad just died. I don't know. Or eighteen twenty one. Yeah, like eighteen twenty, eighteen twenty one. So Betsy has been like falling. What kind of boats do they have? Big ones. <laughs> okay, I just I didn't want to ask, but I'm. It doesn't matter anymore. It doesn't matter anymore. Just keep going. I just, I want to know so bad. Just Google it. You have your phone in your hand. I know, but uh, it's far stretch. Okay. When did the U.S. gain independence, Linda? What? <laughs> Never mind. It wasn't too far before this. Wait, 1820? 1820 is not when we got independence. No, the I'm talking about the, the year that we're yeah, in. The Maria. year we're in, we're in like 1820, 1821. Okay, that's what I thought. Oh, what? Uh, what? what? The what? boats. What do they look like? Boats? Like pirates. some pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to tell you. But you fucking didn't. I know. I wanted you to look it up so no. you could know. Oh, you had to say pirates. 1776. It's a long time Oof. ago. It's the same time frame. No, it's not. Our, a lot it of is? our founding fathers were still alive. Oh, my God. It's a long time. <laughs> I got stabbed in my back by something. By the ghost. Or someone. The Blair Witch. Know. Bell Witch. In my Kate. kidney. It's been happening. Kate Goslin. The <laughs> <laughs> crazy woman. So, oh, my Jesus, the chair. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> So okay, Betsy falls in love with Betsy boy. fell in love with Josh. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming in. So Betsy fell in love with Joshua Gardner. He's a local boy, whatever. So this is some good shit. Y'all ready for this? Betsy Stop. is in love. Please. Uh-huh. Kate tells her straight up like she's hanging out in her bedroom. You cannot be with this boy. I don't like him. He's not it. Get rid of him. Ow. After yeah, but, she did not been doing all this shit yes. to her, and then she's like, no, you can't be with this guy? Yeah. Told you. All this stuff is happening. She's ignoring her. Whatever, whatever, whatever. They get engaged. Betsy is like, I don't give a shit what Kate told me. I'm not listening to her. So everywhere Kate and Joshua, not Kate, Betsy and Joshua go, Kate is taunting them. She is, like, floating, surrounding them, harassing them while they're walking down the street. Just like, ooh, you guys are ugly. Like, shit like that. Just, like, taunting but, and them. And everybody else can hear yes. her? Okay. Apparently, everyone else can hear her. Like, they're not the only ones. But she's just taunting oh them while they're walking around. He comes over for dinner. She goes over there for dinner. Doesn't matter. She's there, all up in it, trying to break them up. On Easter Monday, 1821... Betsy breaks off her engagement to Joshua Gardner. Oh, my God. When did they get engaged? They got engaged shortly after her father died. Okay. I feel like there was something else. She breaks off the engagement in April of 1821. Kate is talking to Lucy. And she was like, it's been a good run, girl, but I'm out of here. But I'll see you in about seven years. And she was like, hmm. <gasps> what? what in the fuck? She was like, I'm going to head out, but don't worry. I'm going to be back. So in February of 1828, Betsy fulfilled her promise. I'm not Betsy. Kate. Kate. Lucy and her sons, Richard and Joel, were heard scratching noises on the outside of the house. And there was some 
things that were moved to other locations around the house that no one had touched and blankets were pulled off their beds and Lucy and her sons were like, you know what? We ain't even going to do with this shit. We're not even going to talk to her. I don't want to talk to her. She left me. She ain't my friend no more. So they don't acknowledge her. And after a couple of days, she ends up just leaving. That's all it took? That's it? Yeah. I don't know. And then that was it. So after all so this... So wait, where's Betsy? Hold on. We going to talk about oh, it. Okay. So Lucy, Lucy decides that she is going to move in with her son, John Jr. And they're like talking about everything. And they're talking about like Christianity and this and that and blah, blah, blah. Apparently, Kate decides that she wants to hang out with John Jr. And she predicted the Civil War... World War One, the Great Depression, and World War Two, And Kate communicated with John for three weeks. And then one night, in the middle of all this, she was telling him goodbye. But before she left, she promised that she would return to his family in 107 years. What? That somewhere down the long-ass line of people, she would return in 107 years. But... There is no evidence that she ever returned. Hmm. It hasn't happened. Oh, wait. That would be... Okay. What? Nothing. Sorry. This is the 1930s. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm like, that hasn't happened yet. I was going to say, nobody's talking about it that time either, so... Yeah. <laughs> Not Even really. she did. Elizabeth ended up marrying... So, Betsy Elizabeth, she ended up marrying Professor Richard Powell, who was her former school teacher. <gasps> yeah. What? Yes. Hmm. Um, you wonder why she went after her. They got married in March of 1824. This Betsy? Yeah. She would eventually become a homemaker, a mother. Uh, they had eight children. Only four of her children reached adulthood. Elizabeth, so Betsy, she ended up dying July 11th, 1888 at 82 years old. Holy cow. Mm-hmm. So she lived a while. So... We're going to get into this. I'm just going to give you, like, so a lot of people... What do you mean we're no, getting into no, 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 this? No, 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 So, like, <laughs> who who people thought the Bell Witch might have been. Okay. So, a lot of people were like, she's not actually a witch, whatever, like, skeptic, skeptics or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, some people thought that it was a woman who lived in the same town as them, and her name is Kate. Mm-hmm. And her and John Bell actually had some beef, because... They, Kate's husband had passed away, and then John was going to, like, try and help her with the farm, and he was, like, supposed to buy a sleigh from her or something and then help her with all of this stuff, and he ended up basically screwing her over. She took it to court, and he won. Okay. So that was one thing. Then everyone was like, we kind of think she's crazy anyway because she's, like, the town crazy lady and she's always doing something crazy in church like she's always like standing up and yelling about something and going off so like they thought that maybe she was the person who was doing everything to them but this is not the same person in town with the or it is what same person in town yes it is the same person Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that he okay Yeah, yeah yeah so that's why they thought that kate the lady with the farm who he sued mm hmm who was also the crazy lady at church was the one who was doing all of this to them. And then the other thing was the man that Betsy married. Apparently they thought it might have been him as well. 
because when he met Betsy, she was eight years old and he was smitten with the eight year old. Didn't I say that earlier about the dad? Yeah, Same concept. but this is a little bit different. No, it's not, but it's whatever. Same concept. Mm-hmm. So he's a warlock? <laughs> that or like he... I don't know if it was necessarily like a warlock, Leslie, but like he... Yeah. He just wanted Betsy for himself. So it was like, okay, I know her dad's not going to be like, cool, you old ass man, you can marry my daughter. So I need to get rid of her dad. And then now that I finally fucking got rid of her dad, she's engaged to this Joshua Gardner. So, yeah, but where are the woman's voices coming from? And the, I don't know. He could probably pay someone off. He probably just went like this. Probably. You know how ridiculous it was back then? Okay, people used to, like, have seances, and they would be like... So were the Johnsons in on this, then? I don't know. If it was... Not a lot of people really talked about this, so this is, like, one of the first big recordings of something like this happening. Uh And a book was released, but the grandchildren of John, Bell, and Lucy were the ones who were like, okay... John and then all of the family members and a lot of the priests that were there, not like priests, but like the deacons and pastors, Mm -hmm. wrote accounts of when they were there. And they all left it with the bells. And so that's actually a book now. But they didn't send it to be published until every single person in the original family passed away because they didn't want them having to relive that because a lot of them were really traumatized by it. Holy crap. So they waited until everyone passed away before they sent it off to, like, someone to potentially publish it. Mm -hmm. And then once everything happened and, like, everything with John Jr. and he ended up, like, talking to her for, like, three weeks and she's over here, like, World War II. uh, Like, yeah, I don't remember where I was going with that. (laughs) (laughs) I literally just, I literally just brain farted. (laughs) Like, it just, like, (sighs) but, yeah, no, that was the last that they, uh. Yeah, no, but no one ever talked about it outside of the family. There you go. Hmm. So, like, the people that, like, showed up there and stuff, like, they didn't really have a choice but to let them in because hospitality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Other than that, when people would ask them, no one, they would never say anything. They would never talk about it. That's so, the crazy. first time that, like, anyone really heard about it was when the book came book out. released. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When, when was the book released? Hold on. Let me find it. Let me find it. Like I the... Uh, so it had to have been like the early 1900s or something, huh? Yeah, hold on. Because she wasn't the youngest, Betsy, unless she lived the longest. I think she lived the longest. It's saying 1934 was when he finally decided to uh, put it out there. I don't know. Shit was crazy. But then like they said that there was a cave behind the house. So like when you go down to Tennessee, it's called like the Bell Witch Cave because mm-hmm. there's a cave nearby. And then, like, she supposedly resided in this cave. It's just, it's so weird. And it's crazy. And I don't know. It's crazy. Because, like, no one, just the whole thing. No one knows why she attached to them. Yeah. Or if she was real. Or if this really happened. Or, like, what happened. Or, and then another thing is, they thought that, like, the whole reason things were happening was that, like, the dad really had a mental illness. And it was just, like, rubbing off onto everyone else. So maybe that's what was happening. And then they kind of looked into it with, like, all of the symptoms he was having. And Bell's palsy is actually named after him. Huh. Because they think that's what he had. Because someone further down the line actually got it. Right. So they still had his last name. Hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Interesting. Yeah. So they think that's what was happening. It wasn't actually Kate. It was just like all of those, like the lockjaw, not being right. able to swallow, all that stuff was Bell's palsy. Huh. Hmm. Crazy, right? Yeah. That was just like my weird little medical thing in the middle of there. End of that. <laughs> oh my God. But yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What is that tapping noise? It's Kate Bell. Is she coming from Linda? <laughs> I just, I feel like she's a nice person. Oh, uh, sure. Okay. Today's missing person is from Tennessee. The baby's name is Kennedy Hoyle. She went missing February 2nd, 2022. She was two days old at the time she went missing. She went missing from Memphis, Tennessee. She is 17 inches long and six pounds. Her hair is brown and her eyes are brown. It doesn't say anything about what happened. I'm assuming, oh, here we go. Uh, A statewide Amber Alert has been issued on behalf of the Memphis Police Department for Kennedy Hoyle. She is a two-day-old black female, six pounds, 17 inches, with brown hair and brown eyes. Kennedy was last seen wearing a black and white polka dot onesie with pink pants. Kennedy was last known to be in the area of Sedgwick Drive and Levi Road in Memphis, Tennessee. If you have seen Kennedy or have any information regarding her whereabouts, please contact the Memphis Police Department at 901-545-2677. And if you have any other information and want to remain anonymous, you can contact the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation at 1-800-TBI-FIND. Thank you, thank you, Tonkin. That was, I had fun researching this. Because it was just like, there was a lot of little random just like drama bits. And it reminded me of Linda. (laughs) I was going to say, this is definitely different than any other ones that we've ever done. And it's pretty interesting. I liked it. Because she was just like. She's she's sassy. mm -hmm. She's sassy. She was just like, I don't want to do with this. (laughs) Oh, and the date she, the year she would have returned would have been uh, 1935. And apparently strange things still happen there and strange things still happen in the cave. So, I mean, we can always go to Tennessee and check that out and see what happens. Why not? Why you always got to be raining on our parade, Leslie? No. 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 But yeah. Mm -hmm. Have a good week, you guys. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. Um... mm, What's that thing? Follow. Yes. <laughs> at ECC the podcast. Or you can go on our website at CCMBEEP. EC. <laughs> wait, it. nope. <laughs> oh my God. ECC the podcast.com, right? Yes. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And you can join Patreon because we probably got some more stuff up on there by now. And I definitely have to reread those messages from the Patreon people to see if I can uh, say their names on the podcast. If not, I'll just make a cool post or something. Who knows? Oh my god. We got new people on Patreon. Anyway, so we'll talk to you guys later. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to East Coast Creepin'. Cover art by Leslie Lozano. Music from Premium Beat. Editing by Larry Bark at Revitalist Recording Studio. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok 
at ECC the podcast. Don't forget to rate and review. See ya.